Ahoy! Welcome to episode 17 of Bottom of the Stream. Yep, 17. 17. Can you do it 17? Drive. Yes. This podcast can drive now. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. That's good. Um, yeah, I'll get the socials out of the way first. How would it reach the pedals? It wouldn't. It hasn't got any feet. Yeah. It's got some legs, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'll set them up. Wow, and I'll bat them away. Instagram is BOTS underscore podcast. Twitter is also BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. Uh, email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And the website is bottomofthestream.podbean.com where you will find all the episodes and the stream table where we rank and we rate every film that we watch into like a league table. Oh, getting quite good at that. It's a quickly expanding table. It is, yeah. We're, there's going to be 17 films in it by the end of this. All right. On to page two. Yeah. Well, maybe. Second half. Yeah. Um, I've got a cat on my lap. So if you hear cat noises all the way through, we're at Nick's house again. Second week in a row. So if you hear noises, that's the cats, not me. I can get rid of the cat. Do you want to get rid of the cat? Yeah, let's, let me get rid of the cat. Bye, cat. He doesn't want to go. Cat's gone. Nick's just running and putting him outside. I'm on my own. I've never broadcast on my own before. Oh, he's back. He scratched me. He did he? Yeah. What a bastard. Okay, that was a bit of a distraction. That's there was some, We were just talking about needing more content for the intro, and we've, we've got it from a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we move on to talking about this week's film? Yeah, I was, I was going to make a rude joke about do I'm it. not going there. Okay, don't. No. <laughs> Good. My mum might listen. Yeah, that's true. My mum wouldn't, but she might be. So let's move on. Let's talk about Night of the Comet. Yeah. Yep. From back in the 80s. Back in the 80s. The we're doing an days. 80s film this week. So we're 80s kids, and we grew up in the 80s with 80s films, and... This is an 80s film. Do you think you're young? No. Oh, okay. I like to think I am, but... Well, it's just like... So you're 38. Yeah. And that's not that old. No, it's not. But if I told you this film's 35 years old, <laughs> that, to me, feels Seems like... quite old. And it, it's ancient. Yeah. Do you know Alien's 40 years old now? Yeah, that's... That's ridiculous. Insane. <laughs> so it was... Yeah, it was released in 1984, November 1984. It's a 15... It's an hour and 35 minutes long and is currently rated at 6.4 on IMDb. There's your facts. There's your stats. Uh, stars Catherine Mary Stewart and Kelly Maroney. So I've got a couple of facts about this film. Go on. So have you got any facts about those two actresses? Uh, I have a bit of a fact about... So, um, sorry, who's the lady who played Reggie? Catherine Mary Stewart. So this is quite a cult film. Yeah. It does have it's got a bit a of a cult, cult, cult following. And... So as I was doing a bit of reading and trying to get a bit, a bit of extra knowledge about this after I watched it, yeah. I found an article and this film was mentioned by Joss Whedon. All right. He of Avengers and... Yeah, the uber famous Joss Whedon. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And he said that the character of Reggie, uh, this is one of his favourite films, and the character of Reggie was a big inspiration for Buffy the Vampire. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. And yeah, I think you can actually see... Yeah, I think you're right. You can. Now you've said that. Yeah. Um, Excellent. And then the other thing, which I kind of was reading a bit about, is the director. Yeah. So it's a chap called Tom Eberhardt. Yeah. Do you know anything else he might have done? Uh, Yeah, I do. I know that he directed one of my mum's favourite films. What's that? Captain Ron. Captain Ron's a... (laughs) Or I think it's a pretty good film. Yeah, yeah, I've not watched it for a long time, but I know my mum raves about it, or she used to. She used to make us watch it all the so time. Like Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. A, yeah. It's uh, like a salty sea dog. Yeah. Uh, around the Caribbean. Yeah. Martin Short. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he directed that. And he also has a writing credit on Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Ah, brilliant. Which is a great film. So, bit of pedigree here. Yeah, definitely. This predates any of that, though. Yeah. Catherine Mary Stewart also does a voice in Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, really? Yeah. So Which she, one? She plays a character called Moira. Oh, okay. I don't think he's in it a lot. Right. She's credited as being in mm. that. Yeah. Still working. And Kelly Maroney was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay. So, they're my facts about the actresses and the director. I have one more. Go on. So, um, the sort of lead male in this is a guy called Robert Beltran. Yeah. And he is, I I didn't really watch it, but my uh, my wife watched this film with me, and she recognised him straight away, uh, because she is a bit of a Star Trek fan. And All right. He was in Star Trek Voyager for like seven, eight years, or however long. Oh really? Was on. Okay. Like in the, I've never been a big Star Trek. In guy. the mid mid to late nineties, so um, he showed me, yeah, showed me a picture, and he's yeah. Excellent. No, I've never so, really been into Star Trek, so I didn't get him on that. So yeah, quite a, quite a few familiar yeah, faces, couple of interesting connections to start with, yeah. Uh, what was your favourite thing about the 80s? Um, probably films. <laughs> I love well, 80s we, films. Well, we talked about the Gooners, didn't we, yeah, in our bonus episode. in our episode. bonus episode. I love 80s films. There's, just, there's something special about a film made in the 80s, and I don't really know what it is. I can't. Put, I was thinking about it whilst I was watching the film, but there's, they just feel right. Well, it's one of the reasons, I think, why like Stranger Things has found so yes, much definitely. success. Definitely, that sort of nostalgia. Yeah, that that was really captured. That, 80s that the feel. feel of yes, this was made in the eighties. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it, that Stranger Things felt like it was made in the eighties, and it isn't. But yeah. obviously, isn't. But it really feels like it was. And it kind of works. Yeah, no, that that sort of nostalgia pull, I think, is really can be really quite powerful. Stranger Things is a great show, yeah. but made better by the fact that it's made it say in the eighties. Yeah, if it wasn't, it wouldn't be as big a show as it is, because it's it's aimed at our sort of age group and. The nostalgia of it is what what drives it. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see what we think of this, but I mean, on paper, I might have quite a bit going for it. Yeah. It's the eighties. It's a B movie. It's a zombie movie. Feels like it fits in on yeah. this on this podcast. Definitely fits in, in this on this stream. podcast. Hundred percent. It has, like we said, it has got a bit of a cool following, but that doesn't put it at the top of the stream by any means. I had never heard of this. I had never heard of it. Never ever heard of it. Never been on my radar. No, not at all. Not at all. Shall we get into it? Yeah. So it starts off with a an ominous voiceover, introducing us, telling us all about the what. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to <laughs> sign to you oh, to on. not interrupt your flow, and then you've just stopped. Anyway, <laughs> well, we've got to work on the telepathy. Yeah, we have. You've not asked me for a one word review. I've not asked you for a one word <laughs> review. Nick, what's your one word review of this week's film? Dusty. Dusty. It was dusty. Nice red dust everywhere. Yeah. Do you want to do a one-word review of last week's film? <laughs> <laughs> Did we not do it last week? We didn't week? do it last week. Um, okay. Um, oh, God. You've got to make me think about Nicolas Cage and his let's just, pants let's again. Let's just go with Mucky. Mucky, yeah. It was Mucky. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so yeah, the get film... Get back on track. One-word review was what? I missed it. Mucky. Muc- no, d- Dusty. <laughs> dusty for this week. Dusty for this week. Mucky for the week before. Yeah. We need a shower. <laughs> Maybe we get a nice clean film next week. Uh, yeah, so the film starts anyway with an ominous voiceover introducing, telling us about the comet, introducing the comet. Uh, it says to expect a Christmas light show as we pass through the tail of the comet. Yeah, so the comet has not passed for around 65, 65 million years. 65 million years, which coincides with the death of the dinosaurs. It does, yeah. It just happened to coincidentally happen overnight. Nobody seems that worried. So there's parties going on in the streets. Well, no one was here 65 million no, years ago. but so. people know the dinosaurs were wiped out. Yeah. Yeah, there's parties going on in the streets. They're preparing for a comet party. So the comet is going to pass near to Earth 
yeah. and Earth is essentially going to orbit through, through the, the com- tail of the comet. Yeah, so we know, we're going to get a light show. The stars are going to, the sky's going to light up with shooting stars, basically. Yeah. That's what they're expecting to have. This is the point where we meet Reggie, or Regina, who works in a cinema. Yeah. But she's more interested in playing arcade games. Because it's the 80s. Because it's the 80s, and that's what 80s teenagers yeah. did, which is a fact. <laughs> that's not even debated. Um, she's having, well, she's sleeping with the projectionist at the cinema. Yes. Who's called Larry. Yeah, so it's kind of like, so Reggie is this sort of teenager. I think you can't remember if she says she's 18 She's or 18, 19. I think. I think she was 18 and her sister was 16. And Larry is sort of, in my mind, he's a bit older. Yeah, he's sort of, mid-20s. Yeah. Maybe even older than that. He's a bit of a loser for a yeah, mid-20s. He worked in a but, projectionist, but he was selling selling copies of films to his mates for money as well. And You always know those people, you know, those yeah, girls CD. at school who went out with... Yeah, CD cinema guys. Well, older <laughs> losers. Anyway... Do you know? Did you recognise Larry? No, you didn't. So I, I did. I don't think. But so. I couldn't place him. Okay. When I had a look, I was like, "Of course it is." Who was it? He's in two of your very favourite programmes. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? TV shows. Who is it? He was in Lost. Was he? Yeah. And he was in Breaking Bad. What? Who is he? So thirty-five years later. <laughs> Who is he? So don't stop keeping me in suspense. <laughs> Who is he in Lost? He was an. It was an other in Lost. Right. Uh, is it Pickett? Oh, yeah. Who was that him? Yeah. Interesting. And then, who, so who was he in Breaking Bad? He's, he's Todd's uncle. He's the leader of the white supremacists. Wow. In like the last two series. <laughs> You're blowing like, my mind there. Like the, I, did not, the, I, I didn't pick that up. The main bad guy for I the feel, last... <laughs> I feel devastated in myself that I didn't pick that up, but I did not pick that up. I apologise. I apologise to my myself, my <laughs> TV-loving self. I thought I knew everything about Lost. Michael Bowen is his real name. Okay, cool. Well, that's, that's made this film better. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do like picking on that sort. And I didn't buy it. I thought I re- there was something familiar about it. It was barely in it, though. It and was only in for like one, yes, first, one scene. A couple, couple of scenes. A couple first, of scenes at the beginning. Minutes. No, um, I, didn't, I didn't pick up on that. I feel de- yeah. de- devastated myself. Yeah, well, win some, <laughs> lose some. While this is all, while they're in the cinema, there's a party going on at Regina's house. Yep. Comet party. Comet, comet party. There's comet parties going on everywhere, all over the world, I assume. Sam is there, who's, who's Regina's younger sister. Yep. And her stepmother and her and Sam have a bit of a row. Doris is the stepmother. Doris is the stepmother. Yeah, they have a bit of a row. Who slaps who first? Doris slaps Sam first. Yeah, she like tries to one bomber. Like, yeah, she, well, she slaps her and then Sam slaps her back and then she punches her full on in the face and yeah. sends her flying across the room. <laughs> they prop her up like a fight yeah so doris is the the stepmom she's evil stepmother. Re- Re- reggie's like i want to stay out i'm gonna um, yeah well she says she's gonna go and work at the library or something but yeah. she just wants to sleep in the cinema yeah um and doris sort of says i'm in charge your dad's away yeah come back yeah and it turns out she's having it away with the neighbor doris yeah. anyway. Reg wants to stay in the cinema because somebody's beaten one of her high scores on the arcade game yes who has the initials dmk which may come back later on so then you get this incredible scene of the comet happening and the computer effects of the purple and red sky were so 80s it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was like this is about as 80s as this film as the as films get I think. The computer effects and the and score there's as much synthesizer on this soundtrack yeah. as you would expect. Yeah. It pleased, More. It pleased me greatly. <laughs> and me. I think my judgment of this film may be skewed by my age because oh. <laughs> it really really was like very yeah I think that'll come up a bit as we talk about this and I think that's a fair comment because if someone who's 
10 to 15 years younger than yeah us. somebody who hasn't been brought up on 80s films may may think what the fuck yeah yeah but you've got to be a child of the 80s to appreciate it I think I thought there was a lot of charm to this I, I, I honestly think it's aged quite well yeah the, the effects are 80s they wouldn't hold up today but it worked. there's a lot of there's a lot of charm to it so it's a fun fun little film so the next morning after the comet storm has happened the sky is all red yeah smog smog everywhere's deserted clothes everywhere but no bodies just dust yeah in the clothes dust regina wakes up in the projection booth with larry yeah and he goes to leave well he's pissed off because he has he's waiting for somebody to come and drop something back to him yeah he's lent a print of a movie to someone yeah and he didn't really want to lend it to him in the first place that's what we were talking about the night before and the guy said i'll borrow it i'll watch it i'll bring it straight back yeah and he hasn't brought it back no so he's gonna go out and get it get it so he leaves and just as he's leaving, what happens? There's a comet zombie. There's a comet zombie gets in. With a wrench. <laughs> but they're not like zombie zombies, because it talks. Yeah. Later on. Yeah. So, yeah, they're like mutants. I don't yeah, really know. So they're like... They're diseased. They're de- yeah. They're, they're, they're people. They're, just, they're rotting away, aren't they? Yeah. They've gone a bit crazy. Yeah. They're rotting away. They look like zombies. They've got 80s scar makeup and yeah. things on. But, yeah, so he gets attacked and that's the last we see of him. Done. After a little while, Reg goes outside to try and uh, find him. After she's got a high score back. Yeah, she, she does get a high score back. Yeah, she uh, she gets the arcade score back. It wasn't even the high score, it was the sixth high score. She just didn't like that she hadn't got the top ten. Yeah, so she wanted she her wanted name to, to be the entire top ten and somebody being her at number six. So she'd have to get so far and then die. Die, yeah, which is what she did. Yeah, I don't, didn't catch what game it was. That was No, I, I was didn't, trying to I catch it, but I didn't catch it. Um, probably something like joust or something. Um, so she goes outside. Does she go out for a cigarette or something? She goes out the front door of the uh, the cinema, finds some clothes. Yeah. Comments on the smog. She's like, oh, it's a bad smog day. Yeah. Uh, but she gets locked out. Yeah, so she puts a Ben. Uh, ben? A, a ben. <laughs> she gets Ben and she puts him in front of the door. A bin. <laughs> she puts a bin. An uh, old-fashioned, like, ashtray-type bin. Yeah, um, between the door and that shifts yeah, and she, she gets locked, locked out. She locks out. So she goes around to the side door. Where she finds Larry's keys yep. and a bloody wrench. Yep. And then... Bloody wrench. Bloody wrench. <laughs> and then that same zombie pops up again out of nowhere. Munching on the remains of Larry. She, yeah, he's eating the remains of Larry. She beats the crap out of it. Yeah, she fights him off. She fights him off. Uh, escapes on Larry's motorbike. I presume it's Larry's motorbike. It's yep. a motorbike that's part there. Um, so then you get a bit of a scene of her riding this motorbike through deserted LA. Yeah. LA? It is yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. LA. Yeah, uh, she gets home. It's good. That was creepy. It was atmospheric. Yep. Again, with the, the the sort of synth going on. Yeah. Um, so they, they filmed a bit, it. bit sort of John Carpentry. As... Apparently it was filmed in the early hours of the morning and the police had stopped the traffic on the highways. Okay. And that's how they managed to get the deserted highway scenes. And yeah, that's why it was all like murky early morning shots. Um, so she goes home. She gets home. There's nobody there. She's uh, wandering around shouting for Sam and shouting for Doris and her dad, whatever he was called. Yeah. Um, nobody's answering and then suddenly Sam pops up out of nowhere makes a jump made me jump jumped out of my skin wasn't expecting her and she she's a bit of a wild card old Sam yeah she's a bit mouthy she's a bit chatty yeah, 16 year old trying to find a way in the world isn't she she's... <laughs> yeah and she didn't watch the comet no she so didn't Reggie didn't watch the comet because she was chapped up in the projection room of the cinema yeah and Sam did not watch the comet because after the fight with Doris, she went and ran away, basically, and slept in a shed. She slept in a lawn storage shed. Right. That's what she described it as, which is made of steel. Okay. 
and so is a projectionist booth mm. made of steel. There's a, there's a pattern emerging. Yeah. Reg tries to explain to Sam that everybody's gone. There's nobody out there. She even goes out into the where the party was happening. She finds Doris's clothes. Yeah, because Sam is sort of dressed up, ready to go to cheerleading practice. Yes, and she says, "I've rang, I've, I've rang around some of my friends. No one's answering." Yeah, and yeah, Reggie tries to explain. Everybody's dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. There's a pile of dust out here with Doris's clothes yeah. on. And Doris is dead. I really like the bit when, um, just as they were walking out of the house, Sam picks up the lead, and even the dogs turn to dust. <laughs> yeah. And then she's just carrying this lead around for about. She carries it around for ages. It's really funny. But then they put the radio on. And the radio's still broadcasting. Yeah. So they've got the music on, but then a DJ comes on. Yeah. So somebody else is still out there. So they go to the radio station. Which makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's... get in the car and they drive drive through town. Yeah, you would head to the voices. So they did. You get to the radio station, go into the radio station, and it's pre-record. Yeah, all automated. All automated. Real to real. Yeah, proper old-fashioned reels. And that was great to see. It's all mod cons, that is, in 1984. All the old Pepsi logos yeah. and everything. and. Neon lights everywhere. Oh, there's a lot of neon in that radio station. Yeah, there was. It was like a proper old 80s radio station. But there's a man in the radio station. There is a man in the radio station. Radio? <laughs> there's a man in the radio station with a gun. Yeah. And he comes out and pulls his gun on them both because he thinks they're zombies. Yeah. But they're not. So he asks them to step into the lights yeah, so, so he can, can see, see them. them. Which Sam reluctantly does. Yeah. She's, a, she's a rebel and she's a money. This guy is... Hector? Hector. Hector. Who is a trucker who's been attacked by a zombie and his girl has been eaten. Yeah. So it's not necessarily his girl, but the girl he had picked up the night before. Yeah. He's been eaten. At this point, Regina remembers Larry. She's like, oh, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much <laughs> it like It was. Yeah. It was just like that. And she went, oh, he's probably dead. And that's the last time he gets mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she gets a bit upset because she goes and locks yeah, she has a bit in of the a, bathroom. Yeah, it? she has a bit of a bathroom moment. But it, it made me laugh because she just went, oh, Larry. And, and that, Tom tries to sort of chat Hector up a bit yeah. and he's just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, not really not listening interested. and he goes and Talks immediately wants to go and check on Reggie and he reveals that he slept in his truck which is made of steel ah. so all three of them have survived and all three of them slept in steel rooms so that's why the comet didn't have, for some reason comet whatever dust. comet whatever disease dust whatever dust. got them can't go through steel so while Hector and Reggie are sort of having this chat in the in the bathroom sort of consoling each other yeah uh, Sam quite impressively manages to operate this huge (laughs) soundboard at a radio station. She starts broadcasting herself and just starts chatting on the radio. Like we are now. Yeah. Just chatting away to invisible listeners. Yep. There are some listeners out there, I promise you. I've checked the stats. (laughs) She didn't know first. She presumed there wasn't any. She was just chatting. And she gives out the station's phone number. She does. That's what radio DJs do. She says, You've got any requests? Yeah. She gives out the socials. The 80s socials. Does, yeah. The 80s socials. <laughs> yeah, so she Actually, gives out... if we had to give out a phone number? Who would answer that? No. Well, we, back in the day, you would, wouldn't you? You would have had to. You'd have, you'd have like a hotline. <laughs> or a P.O. box. We could get, we'd just employ a little old lady to answer it for us. <laughs> Hello, bottom of the stream. <laughs> yeah, so she gets this call. She she says it, that she spoke to them briefly, but then it went dead. Uh, and then we cut away to some scientists. Yes. Who were in a restricted area. On an Air Force base somewhere. How do you know they're in a restricted area? Because there's a great big sign on the fence that says restricted <laughs> but area. But every time it cuts to them. Every time. It's the same. Same shot. Same shot. So same there's sign. like a, a chicken wire fence. Yeah. Bit like a, Area 51. Yeah. There's a sign on the fence that says restricted, restricted area. area. <laughs> and then you just see a pair of boots. Yeah. And or, a, or a gun being placed up against the yeah. fence. And, yeah. It was, I, love, I thought it was great. Yeah, I did as well. Again. It, so 80s. Me, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it, it, I found it charming. Yeah. I and, agree. I can I can well imagine like you say some people watching this and just go 
This is bullshit. Yeah. But it's... Take it's, it of its time. Yeah. I got a lot out of this. Film. I agree. I'm with you. I did as well. I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, anyway, we get... There's some scientists in this Air Force base and they're discussing bringing... Uh, do they bring the survivors back to them? Because they know there's some survivors out there because they've just spoken to Sam on the phone. Yeah. So they're discussing, do we bring them back? What do we do when we they get back? One woman scientist who was Audrey was... I, yeah, I just got a surname, which is uh, White, because that's she, what was on her Yeah, name I think she was badge. called Audrey. She was dead against bringing anybody back. Yeah. That's that's where we kind of leave the scientists there for a little while. Then there's a, a scene where Sam is driving around the city in a car, mm-hmm. um, and she goes past two cops who are on motorbikes, and they follow her. Incidentally, the two cops are the two cops that were stopping the traffic in the actual real world. Oh, really? Who just happened to have a cameo in the film. Good facts. Thanks. Thanks, IMDb facts. <laughs> they catch up with her. She pulls over. She starts talking to them. But they're both zombies. Yeah, zombie cops. Zombie cops. Tries to drag her out of the car. Tries to drag her out of the car, but she wakes up. Yeah. She's dreaming. Yeah. So she wakes up, sorts herself out, goes to the bathroom, has a bit of a wash. And then she turns around and the zombie cop's there. And he grabs her again and she wakes up again. Double dream. Double dream. Inception. Double dream. Dream within a dream within a dream. That also feels ages to, to repeat the dream thing. Yeah. And do a double dream yeah, it was shot. In, yeah. It was Inception, wasn't it? Yeah. Before Inception was even, even contemplated. Yeah, it did feel very 80s. And it was fun. She screamed, She did the same scream twice. and But no, she's awake this time. And uh, Hector decides he needs to go back to San Diego to check on his own family. He does. But, I mean, he's he's just... Um, it cuts to him in this scene. And I've called him Hot Body Hector. Because <laughs> he's just um, sit-ups. He's doing really weird on, sit-ups on a... On, on his own, in an office chair. Yeah. In, in the in the DJ, uh, it's going radio fall station. down all the way up. Constantly. And um, yeah, that's why Reggie walks in on him doing that. Yeah, and and he says, yeah, I'm go- I'm going to go back to San Diego. And he says, Be- you know about your family. You need to check upon. Yeah, and, he's, and, to- and Reggie sort of says, well, you come on, you know, you that. know they're dead. And he says, yeah, yeah but I need, I, need to, I need to see it for myself. for myself. So at this point, this is the first time we see it as well. Yeah. So Sam starts scratching herself. Yeah, she's got an itchy shoulder. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything at this point, but might mean something later on. Might want to note that. In yeah. the hunt. Hector heads Leaves. off. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Leaves. the girls go outside and practice gunning. Yeah, they get they get a machine gun from somewhere. And they just... Well, no, the, it's mentioned, isn't it, that their, their father yeah. worked at a military... Yes, or it is mentioned. He was in, his, so he some, had something to do with some, firearms, yeah. and they knew where there was a store of weapons. Yeah, so they get this machine gun, and then but you don't see him go and do any of that. You no, just they're just out practicing with, with shoot the guns. car. Yeah, shoot this car to shit. The gun jams up, and she makes a joke about an Uzi, and all goes on from there. Hector does go home. You follow him to his house. He gets there. There's nobody there. Obviously, he didn't know that he knew there wasn't going to be, but he had to check. Um, he packs up some of his possessions. Yeah, a few photos. Yeah. Some trophies, obviously things that mean something to him. Yeah. And he hears a noise at the door. And who's at the door? Zombie kid. Zombie kid. Brilliant. It was good. It was good. Jumping around the place, crazy, falling over, tripping over stuff. At one point he tripped over a table. I'm pretty sure he genuinely tripped over <laughs> that table. He went fucking flying. But this kid, this kid is like, unlike the, the first zombie we saw, he was a bit like... This one's a maniac. Not lumbering. Yeah, this guy's like hyped up. Yeah, he's like, probably what, 12, 13? He's had loads of iron brew and he's... <laughs> like you on D&B. Yeah. <laughs> Nick on Dandelion and Burdock is worth watching if you ever meet him. I, yeah, this zombie is like pinging, pinging his tits off, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, he's going crazy. He's a wild zombie, this one. So Hector kind of outruns him. He, he uh, won't shoot him, wasn't he? He's like, oh, yeah, I can't, can't shoot, shoot a kid. kid. But he runs out. He, he, and he runs off. But his truck's like parked over the yeah. road. He doesn't run to his truck. <laughs> he runs down the street. We don't see him again for a while. 
Well, you never see his truck again. You never see his truck again, that's true. So we cut back to the scientists and they're in their restricted area again. And they decide they need to go and do some blood tests in the field. Yeah. So they need to go to LA. So they are going to... They are going to bring the survivors back, but they need to test them before they bring them back. Because if they're even slightly infected, they don't want them. Then a helicopter arrives with some survivors on it. Yeah. And it's not our stars. It's not our kids. It's not our stars. No, it's it's two little kids. Two kids, a boy and a girl. A boy and a girl with their teddy bears and stuff. Proper youngsters. So I would say girls sort of six, seven. Yeah. The lad's probably more like eight, nine, ten. Yeah, ten, eleven. Yeah, so they turn up. They've been brought back to the facility. Uh, we cut back to the to Reg and Sam. So, uh, Sam is now saying she's got a rash. Yes, but she gets rashes. She mentions that she gets them yeah. when she's nervous or Stressed when she's anxious. Or, or yeah, she's fine. And I think this counts as a stressful situation. Definitely, it's the end of the world. So they have a bit of an emotional scene. About, yeah, they've got a police car. Yeah, they, they've got a police car from somewhere. So they're just having a play about. Yeah, but they, so they're having a bit of an emotional catch up about what I've put dead friends. Which yeah, is a bit... Sam tells a story about the boy that she liked at school. Yeah, and, and they sort of realise they're never going to see any of these people. Again. Yeah, she starts crying. And so, what do girls do to cheer themselves up? Go shopping. <laughs> they go shopping because they've got the whole of LA to themselves. Yeah. LA is a famous shopping centre of the world. They go shopping, and we get a shopping montage. So, if you were directing a film in nineteen eighty four. There's only one song I'm putting on it. You've got two girls. They're going to the mall. Yeah. They're going shopping. They've got the whole place to themselves. What song are you playing? I'm playing... Girls Just Want to Have Fun. By Cindy Lauper. Quintessentially the most 80s song ever written. Definitely the sound of the 80s, that song. And that's exactly what they use. That's exactly what they use. It's a shopping montage. The girls just want to have fun. It was beautiful. (laughs) It was beautiful. There isn't anything more 80s than that scene, I don't think. No. It was excellent. So they're, they're trying clothes on, shoes on, yeah. diamonds, all the stuff you do in the if you had the run of a yeah. shopping mall to yourself. Of course you would. Until... I'd try loads of dresses on. I, I would do that. I'd do anyway. Um, until you get a scene of a creepy security man yeah. who's watching them on the TVs. Yeah. And he is creepy as fuck. Yeah, properly. Properly creepy. <laughs> um, he's got some henchmen who have got some shotguns and he turns off all the lights and he makes some sort of announcement over the tannoy system in the shop yeah it's basically you're trying not going to pay for that. you're not going to pay for that yeah. you better have enough credit cards to pay for all that I think mm-hmm. she says turns all the lights off and Sam shoots out the camera that he's watching no Reggie shoots it out Reggie shoots sorry so, yeah, Reggie shoots it so out so the, the, this guy's goons are sort of creeping into position yeah and Sam realises her Uzi is gone yeah, uh, yeah so Reggie right. has still yeah, got sorry, hers you are right so um, yeah Reggie shoots out the security camera so then you get a good old fashioned gunfight yeah proper good old fashioned gunfight in the shop Proper as in, it starts off there aiming at each other and then within probably a minute... Yeah, they're just wild. They're, they're literally just guns about. putting their hands over yeah. the top of the guns sofa or whatever. I've written gunfight in big capital letters. The, and there's loads of shots of just mannequins exploding yeah. and yeah. all that sort of fun stuff. Yeah. Sam disguises herself as a mannequin at one point. <laughs> that, I, we both laughed out loud. Yeah, I did as well. When we watched that. There's two mannequins and then all of a sudden there's three mannequins and then one starts shooting at them. It's... But the mannequins are not like... They don't have proper hair or anything. They're literally just they're like those, those bold, yeah, bold, white, mannequins. faceless. Yeah, as they were back then. Yeah, um, they're stupid henchmen. Yeah, they are stupid henchmen. They're, it's one of those gunfights where no no bullet goes anywhere near anybody. No. Nobody was getting shot at that point. A helicopter turns up outside during all of this. So a helicopter lands yeah. at... So it's a little way away because it lands... It lands at the radio station. No, no, it no. lands on the bridge where they've been shooting that car up, yeah, where okay. they were practising with the weapons. Yeah. So... 
they cut the scientists kind of comment all still a bit warm there can't be more than I don't know half an hour away or something like that meanwhile the gunfire's still going on Sam drops a TV on them yeah which misses she's up a couple of levels in the shopping centre it's all kicking off she gets captured she gets captured she does hostaged yeah and so they call Reggie out yeah but she's got a hostage as well so she's She's got got one one of the goons goons, one of the goons but that doesn't matter because the creepy guy Willie Willie we find out he's called do you think he really reminded me of Christopher Lloyd and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it was it was a hundred percent. It was definitely it was exactly the same character. He was he got that creepy voice, and he was all he was all bony dressed and bony, and, and he was all dressed in the same sort of leathery black clothes. It, I, I've written down he looks just like Christopher yeah, Lloyd and Who Framed Roger Rabbit that at the time. But yeah, I'm going to do my line of the film again. Yeah, because Willie at this point says, "I'm not crazy. I just don't give a fuck," <laughs> which is brilliant. It's a great line. So Willie shoots his own goon. He shoots his own goon. So that takes Reggie's card away. She's got no card to play anymore. So they're both tied up in the next bit because he captures them both. Yeah, they sort of take them to a, whether it's a basement or another shop. They, yeah. they tie them up, sit them on a couple of chairs. Um, they, they chain them up. They're tied yeah. up with chains. <laughs> the scientists are outside trying to figure out where two girls would go. There's one, one option for where two girls would go. Shopping, we already know that. We've decided that ourselves. Then suddenly all the baddies get mown down. Yeah, all well, the, just before that, so... Um, cool. So... Willie and all his guys, are, they're all wearing sunglasses. Yeah. And so as he's threatening to kill the two girls, the sisters, yeah. Willie sort of takes his sunglasses off and you see that he is a zombie. Yes, So do. They he's are. a functioning zombie. Yeah, they're at the earlier stages of this disease. Yeah, they're out of town. So the scientists mow them all down. Yeah. Because they're not interested in zombies. No. They're interested in people who are not been zombied. So they get the two girls. Reg gets taken away in a helicopter. Yeah, I know I'll be a bit critical here because... I know it's a cheapish court film, but this I didn't think this was explained very well. Right. So, well, it's just suddenly cut to Reggie in a helicopter waving goodbye. Yeah. And then it wasn't until a couple of scenes later it came out that they were taking her off in the helicopter. Yeah. Whilst they were waiting with Sam in case Hector came back. Yeah, they were. Yes. Yeah, it, it was just a bit clumsy. I yeah, that. you were right. It was the what they were trying to say was that they were all going to end up there anyway. So yeah. they take Reg. Wait for Hector to come back and then bring Hector and Sam together. Yeah. Why? They, why? I suppose they needed to wait with one of them, but yeah. who knows? But anyway, she gets she leaves and leaves Sam there. So Sam stays with two of the scientists. Yeah. So Audrey uh, and yeah. some other dude and uh, Oscar. I've got okay, cool. So this is the the lady from earlier on who didn't want. To yeah, bring she was really back. reluctant to take anyone back. We're back in the supermarket. Uh, the supermarket. Supermarket. The shopping, <laughs> the shopping mall. Yeah. And. Uh, in a department store, and um, Audrey has laid Sam down on a bed. Yeah, there's a bed. She's going to take some blood a, tests. Yeah, the bed department. So, yeah. yeah, she's going to take some tests because Sam's. she's notices this rash that Sam's got. Yeah. She's not happy about it. So she says to Sam, I need to take a blood test. We'll do that now. You just feel a little prick. Yeah. But she kills her. Yeah. <laughs> she basically injects her with something that puts her to sleep, and she's now dead. I was really disappointed. I really liked Sam. I did as well. I was gutted. I. I I thought, yes, it's obvious time, but I really enjoyed the. I enjoyed all three of the yeah. characters actually, Hector and Sam and Reggie. They were all strong characters and had really good chemistry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was I was quite disappointed when. I agree. I was as well. Sam went out like that. Yeah. It was, um, it was a cheap way to go. Yeah, but then Audrey turns around. Yeah, she she and, says we can't take anyone else back. Yeah. So she shoots her colleague as well. Yeah. This what was his name? Oscar. Oscar. She shoots him as well. Because now they've been out in the storm weather, they've been affected, infected, and 
she's not taking anybody else back. She didn't want anybody there in the first place, and now nobody's going back either. Yeah. Hector turns up. Yeah, so he's got a Cadillac yes. from somewhere. He's ditched the truck. Yeah, and he's dressed as Santa. Yeah. Because we've not mentioned, this no, is we, a Christmas film. No, we have mentioned Did it, we mention it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we did. We did. Did we? Okay. Yeah, well, it's we a Christmas start. film, yeah. and Hector turns <laughs> up dressed as Santa. With presents? Yes. So he's, he's come back to bring the girls presents? Yeah. So he's back at the radio station? Yeah. But they're not there? No, they're not. Because Sam's dead. Yeah. Reggie's, Reggie's back at the facility. Back at the military facility. But who is there? Audrey is there. Audrey is there, waiting with a gun pointing at him. Yeah. Because she knew that he'd come back to the radio station because that's where they were when he left. And she tells him, the girls are right, you are cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the best chat up line. No, it's not um, the best. But... <laughs> she has a go. And then um, she basically says, I've written a load of notes over there. Yeah. I, I'm starting to, I think I've remembered most things. Yeah. But I'm starting to forget some words. Yeah. Because there was a bit earlier on where she was writing something down and she couldn't remember how to write. Yeah. Earlier on in the So film. the scientists, some of these scientists are starting to get a bit poorly. Yeah. And she tops herself. Yeah, she injects herself with the same thing that she injected Sam with. Yeah. Yeah. And she dies. She's dead and all. Everybody's dying. Then we cut to Reg being questioned at the facility. Yeah. By uh, the weird, creepy doctor guy. I've got him as Carter, which oh, again, I think was on his name badge. So he's asking her all about her medical history. So yeah. have you ever had hepatitis? Have you got diabetes? Yeah, have you ever been pregnant? All this sort of stuff. Are you pregnant now? Yeah. And that sort of thing. Turns out they are making people brain dead and then extracting their blood to try and... Well, it doesn't tell you at this point, but they're trying to make a serum to cure this zombiness. The doctor tells Reg that Sam's dead. Yeah. Which doesn't go... infected. That does not go down well. So Reg manages to escape. Yep, so she twats one of them around the head with a keyboard keyboard because computers were fucking massive. massive. Back then. <laughs> if you think of being hit by a keyboard now, it wouldn't really even hurt that much. Yeah. Being hit by a keyboard in the 80s. So she's going to fucking sting. So she stuns one and escapes. She does, yeah. Hector turns up at the facility now. Yeah, so he, he meets the armed guard at the front. <laughs> yeah. But he's changed his character, hasn't he? Yes. Because he's now like a. He's a cowboy, cowboy. now. Yeah. So he's got his, his button-up check shirt. Cowboy hat. He's in his Cadillac. He's got his cowboy hat. He's playing some country music. Yeah. He's chewing on some tobacco. Yeah. I, just, I just don't know why. I just found it amusing. Yeah, it was fun. He'd, he'd gone full method so into he, undercover mode. He tricks this security guard to come over to the Cadillac because he's got... What does he say he's got in the boots on? He just says, come and see this. Come and see he this. Says, in the, do you like girls, doesn't he? Yeah, he says, do you like girls? Just come and look in this trunk. Yeah. So the guy looks in the trunk. What's in the trunk? Sam's dead body. Sam's dead body. Or is it? No, because she sits Sam up. Sam is not dead. Um, she sits up, she whacks the guy with the trunk of the car, and that's how they take out the security guard. Yeah. Tricked him. Because uh, it turns out that Audrey had only pumped Sam with enough of, I can't remember what drug he said, I can't just to knock her out. Yeah. To make her colleague think that she'd killed her. Yes. Hooray right for Audrey. Yay, good old Audrey. She was on the right side all along. <laughs> um, it, it gets announced over the tunnel that Reg has escaped. There's an escapee in the facility now, in the restricted zone. Yeah, and Hector and Sam managed to cut all the power to the facility. Yes, they take it all out. <laughs> the doctor finds Reg and slaps her in the face. <laughs> there's another slap, which I really enjoyed. I like it when people get slapped. Yeah, so the, there's two women nurse-type doctors. They've got the two kids. Yeah, so they've taken blood out of two previous... Test, test subjects. subjects, yeah. And they basically say these people are about to run out. Yeah, we can't take any more blood from yeah. them. We're, uh, we're running out. So, so the only other two people they've got are the two kids yeah. and Red Shoe has now escaped. So these two women try and get the blood out of the kids. 
But just as they do that, the power goes off. Yeah. And Reg escapes again because she's been captured again. And they reunite. Reg and Sam reunite. And she says, I thought you were dead. And she says, I'm not dead. It's great. Everybody's happy. Nobody's dead. They save the two kids. They get the two nurses and tie them to the bed and pump them with laughing gas. Yeah. And they're just giggling away to themselves. That's the last you see of them two. They get away in Hector's car, Cadillac. But as they're about to drive away, Hector stops the car and says, look at this. And what has he done? Uh, he's rigged up one of the uh, military vehicles, which yeah. lead evil military Doctor 1 and, lead, and <laughs> supporting military Doctor 2 happen to get into to start to chase them. Yeah. And he's rigged it to explode. Yeah, he's put a couple of sticks of dynamite underneath. Yeah. So as soon as they turn the ignition, yeah. it goes well, boom. As he turns the ignition, it reveals that Military Doctor One is turned into a zombie. Yeah. Just as he turns the key to the ignition, car goes boom. Half the budget of this film is in that explosion. <laughs> pretty sure it was an incredible explosion. I'm pretty sure they showed it twice as well. Yeah, I think they did. I think it, it looped, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was either that or two cars blew up. It was an incredible explosion. That was massive. It was um, way too big for just a car. <laughs> it really was. It was huge. It was like the whole facility had gone up. Everybody's happy. Everybody's dead. All of a sudden, a kid gets taken by a zombie. Yeah, so the girl... We're not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> the young girl gets the taken classic... by the combi. Uh, combi? <laughs> Zombie. It's the classic, when just when you think things were fine, scare. Yeah. But they wrestle her away. Yeah, Hector shoots it, and that's it. And there's a bit of a weird turn at the end. So, j- just before that bit, um, I, well, I think the bit you're going to talk about, there's yeah. a there's a rain montage. Oh, yeah, there is a rain montage. So, so it starts raining in LA. All the evil zombie dust gets, gets washed, washed, away. washed away. The sky gets cleared. Yep. There's no dust in the sky anymore. Smog goes. We're all back to normal. LA's back to its lovely self. I've never been to LA. You ever been to LA? Nope. No. We'd like to go one day. Um, yeah, so it's all clear and no more dust anywhere. And then they do this bit where they've, they've become like a family now. I really like the end it's, of this. It, I did. It was, did you, it was odd. I wasn't sure if you would. I, it was almost like... A little skit. Yeah, it was like a little sketch show. That they put on the end. So there's there's Hector and Reg and the two girls. So they've become, two kids. Yeah, they've become this like family unit. Yeah. So there's mum, dad and two kids. Sam's yeah. on the other side of the road. Yeah. Obviously there's nothing on the road. So the places did. They've still only got them five people. Yeah, around. so they're in they're in the middle of the city, but it's quite this wide road. So four lanes or yeah. whatever. And uh, Reggie and Hector... They're, they're crossing the road to go and see Sam because that's where the car is. Yeah. And because they've been out shopping or whatever. Yeah, they're dressed yeah. in like the Sunday best. Yeah, they are. They've got suits and dresses and, on there. Um, and Reggie sort of, the, the kids go to cross and Reggie says, no, no, we've got to wait for the green man. Yeah, stop at the stoplight. Yeah. Because the power's all still on. Yeah. So she doesn't let them cross. But, and, and her and Sam have a conversation uh, across, across the, the road. Sam's, about, Sam's this is ridiculous. Saying, There's no cars. We're only the, we're only the five, we're Reggie, five of us alive. And Reggie says, well, yes, but we're trying to teach them teach values. Them values. It's all on our and, shoulders to, yeah, to teach know. these two kids. So Sam... I find it really amusing. It was funny. It um, was really... I've said it a couple of times. I thought it was really charming. Yeah. So as they're having this conversation, Sam's coming across the road as yeah. she's arguing. And just as she's coming across the road, this car nearly takes her out. Yeah. Because some guy comes and picks her up. Well, he, he pulls over. He pulls over because he says, I'm oh, sorry, I nearly ran you over. You're the only person who's in this city. And it's a hot 80s boy. It's a hot 80s boy. I'm going to assume it was the guy she was talking about earlier on. Oh, I, did. I, just I don't it know if it was, but I'd, I'd like to think that in my head that it was. And as he pulls away and they drive off into the sunset, what does his number plate say? I didn't see it. DMK. Did it? I yes. didn't pick that up. Because oh. his name was something. He said his name. He did, then, you're right. And his the initials yeah. on the number plate were DMK, who were the guy who was the guy who beat Reg's score on the oh, arcade. I, I like it even more. I didn't pick that up. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was Daniel I'm Michael look Kelly or something. Yeah, like it was that. something like that. And and he basically says, Oh, you know, they have a bit of a moment, him and Sam and he says, Danny Mason Keener. There you go. 
DMK. And he says, would you like to come for a ride with me? Yeah. And so they ride off into the sunset. And then, um, having said that they're not good, that they're going to cross the road properly. Yeah. The the other four, so Reggie, Hector, and the two kids, then walk down the middle of the road throwing a football to each other. Yeah. And that's the end of your film. That's your 80s film done. I fucking loved that. I'm putting it out there. I thought it was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. It was really I, good fun. It was... It's not. It's, it's by far not the best thing we've seen, but it was really I, I, fun. It was. It was really, really good charming. fun. It was really charming, and I think we might be skewed because we are of the eighties, and there will be people out there who don't like it. But we can only judge it on who we are and what we like. And I really enjoyed it, and I would recommend it to pretty much everybody. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a proper B movie in the from the era of B movies. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, if you go in with those. Yeah, don't go in expecting. No, don't. just go in. It's it's a fun. 80s. You're not going to get the, you're not going to get the Goonies or anything like that. You're going to get a B movie from the eighties. It's a time capsule of, and yeah, it was. I, I these, thought it was really good. These B movies that people are making today are trying to be B movies from the eighties, and that was a proper. This is what they're trying to be. They're trying to recreate that charming feel to it. It had generally brought out a couple of chuckles from me. And yeah, me too. I re- I've said for I really liked all three of the main characters. Yeah. I've, I thought I don't, I don't want to be patronising, but I really enjoyed the <laughs> the strong the two sisters strong yeah. female characters, especially which we see a lot more of nowadays, but especially back then. Yeah, definitely. Not so like you say, if they, if they were the inspiration for Buffy, which is probably the strongest, you can see that you can see it, and that she's probably the strongest female lead of anything ever. Yeah, and if they inspired that, then this film's got a good legacy to to live from. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I didn't want it to end. I was disappointed when it did. It was it was just fun. It was just, just enjoy it. Considering the last few films we watched, it yeah. was a breath of fresh air. It really was. It was really nice to watch something good because we've watched a lot of bullshit the last few weeks. Yeah, so I, I agree. I would say check it out. Um, check it, definitely check it out. You know, you know what you're getting into. Like I say, it's a it's a it's an eighties B movie. And you've got to go in and expect that. And if you do, you're going to get something out of it. It was fun. It was fun. Should we talk about the stream table? Yeah, I love doing this bit. I'm not really, I've not really thought about this to be honest. I'm, this is I've given much it a bit of thought. To me. I think I know where it goes, but I will let you talk it through. Okay, so it's top half. It's top half. So do you want to go through it a little bit? Yeah. So we've got Dormall at number one. Yep. Mirage at number two. Little Evil at number three. Cube at number four. Bait at number five. I think we're allowed now at number six. Don't kill it. At number seven. Do I need to go any further? No. It's, they're definitely better than some of them. No, I think that <laughs> I would have it above Don't Kill It. So would I. I would have it above I Think We're Alone Now. So would I. I think that might be where it goes for me. It's it's another one of those where it's really close with bait. And it, I it goes it does go either side of bait. It isn't a better film than Cube. And it is a better film than I Think We're Alone Now. Yeah. It, it's somewhere around bait. And it's whether it goes in front of it or behind it. Um, I, I, th- I actually I enjoyed Bait it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun it's I don't know really this, is, this isn't the be all and end all because I don't I don't tend to be a very good re- I, I'm not a repeat watcher generally no, of stuff I. I've only got a, a handful of things but, like yeah I'm the same uh, we talked about some of them once on, I've seen something I've seen it yeah on, yeah. on the bonus yeah. episode we talked about some of the things and some of the, the reasons why we like some of those films is that they have got a lot of rewatchability. yeah I don't think Bates got any of that. No, it hasn't. Because there's a million shark films out there. Yeah, there is. Bates. Pop- I could see me putting this on again. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, I think you're right. 
because it, I, 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 it was charming. So I, I, yeah, I would. Probably... Bait is a modern day B movie. Yeah, this is an original day B movie. I, I'm really struggling with it because I really did enjoy Bait. Um, I... so if you, yeah, if you want, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you, if you want to sort of, you're trying to compare them a bit. Like if it's something like rewatchability, it's weird because I'd they do com- they're the only two again. films on that list that do compare with each other, hmm. and I think it goes above Bait. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Wow. Yeah, so it, it squeezes it's into squeezing num- number five. Top five material. Top five, well, that's crazy. I Honestly, when that came out, I was I was expecting a fun ride. I didn't expect it to be up in the top five. I did think when it came out last week that we were extending a poor run just from <laughs> yeah, because my own preconceptions. You, you never know what you're going to get from an 80s a film like that, especially a film from the 80s. And yeah, that's going top five. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's cool. I, that is cool. I I can see it being one of the more divisive things. Yeah, that we've probably seen. Yeah, because it is because I think so. I can think, like I say, I think there's a certain section of people who just would be like, nah, just won't get it. Nah, not not for me. You've got to be yeah, you've got to be into that kind of film to get it. But I am, and you are, and that's where it's going. Yeah, that's all we can say. So give it a watch. Definitely go out and watch it. Let us know what you think of it. Yeah, night and, of the um, comet. Night of the comet. It's number fun. five. It is fun. It's a good fun. Are we ready to pick next week's film? Yes. Okay, here we go. I'm going to press the button right now. When we first met. Okay. Okay, happy with that? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Is it a romance or is it comedy? It's comedy. Okay. Comedy romance. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It is a romantic comedy set in 2018. It's a 12. It's on for one hour and 37 minutes and it is a Netflix original. And do you want to hear the synopsis? Yeah. Noah meets Avery at a Halloween party and falls in love but gets friend-zoned. Three years later, she's engaged to someone else. Noah uses the photo booth time machine several times to return and fix things. Will it work or... That's it. Will it work or... Question mark. Um, photo booth time machine? Yeah. Stars Adam Devine. Oh, he's all over Netflix. He's everywhere on Netflix. Robbie Amell's in it. it feels like this is lurking a bit further up than we may sometimes go but I'm, I thought I'm fine with that I don't know I've never heard of it have you ever heard of it no no no. no I where we go do you want to watch I, the trailer I just I know that Adam Devine is a face that uh, seems Devine to be on Netflix, on Netflix is it Devine or Devine I don't I'm know I'm going Devine I don't care let me find the trailer and we'll give that a watch so it sounds like it's got a bit of elements of big to it yeah maybe uh, here's the trailer she was the girl of my dreams that was the moment I knew that it was love we met three years ago. You are a league of their own, right? Are you Garth? Excellent. What is your favorite drink? Grapefruit juice with vodka and three maraschino cherries. Hey, do you want to get out of here? Yeah. It was the perfect first date. These things are so much fun. But I waited too long. And then I got hugged. Oh, this is so nice to have a good guy friend. I can't even tell you. Ethan and Avery. I'm in love with Avery. If only I could go back and do everything differently. I could be the kind of guy she would want. Could you tell me what year it is? It's 2014. Holy shit. I just traveled back in time. 
Right now, I have someone to meet. What's your favorite drink? Mine is grapefruit juice with some vodka and exactly three maraschino cherries. That's my favorite drink, too. What? This is the psycho I was telling you about. You didn't guess that I was an army brat. You already knew that. You're a stalker. Stalkers are wear like trench coats and no underwear. And, and I am clearly wearing underwear. Look. <laughs> The photo booth is a time machine. This is gonna be the best night of your life. I can deal with best night of my life. Just follow what I do, ready? <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> Are you doing a Joker impersonation? Well, this is, no, this is like, it was good. If all else fails, be an asshole. Be an asshole. Not hard asshole, soft asshole. Don't forget your uh, leather pants. Oh my god. I went full asshole. I have no control over any of this. I make a decision and then I wake up three years later with the consequences. I thought things were supposed to happen for a reason. Things happen for no reason at all, but they create opportunities. The question is, can you recognize that next opportunity when it matters the most? As long as I keep dreaming on, I keep dreaming. Oh my god. That's the stalker! I've got a bomb! He's got a bomb! I got a bomb! It's 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 fine. I'm sorry my bomb threat ruined your magical evening. Have a great life. Well, I don't feel like I need to watch that now. That was the longest trailer I've ever seen. Yeah, I thought I hope the best bit of the one in it. Yeah, me too. Um so yeah, give that a watch and uh, we'll be back next week to talk about it. Sure will. Yep. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.